Do you like to learn about random wild stuff? You know, the things you didn't think you needed to know about, then realize you should? Then welcome to Nothing Off Limits, the podcast that gives you one place to go for something different. Impress your next party guest with your unusual body of knowledge. And if you dig the show, get more information at ladyfoxentertainment.com and subscribe, rate, or review. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nothing Off Limits. Today, we have a recurring business guest for you, the articulate, awesome, fast-talking, best-selling author, entrepreneur, television host, attorney, and fellow podcaster, Mike Alden. Now, you may recall Mike is the author of Ask More, Get More, and and 5% more, which is what we talked about the last time he came on the show. Now, his latest release is why he's here today. It's called Blueprint to Business, and it is releasing on November 13th. And in this book, Mike says that he sets aside the rainbows and the sunshine and gets real about what it takes to make it in business. He shares both his personal experiences as well as top founders and entrepreneurs and offers practical advice from a real-world perspective. He's also the founder and CEO of Blue Vase Marketing, which boasts his latest project, Cloisonne, of which I am an ambassador. And uh, we're going to talk about that today because none of you have bought any product from me. We're going to find out why. Uh, there's a lot more about Mike, though, at michael-alden.com. You can find him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at MikeAlden2012. I'll provide all of the links in the show notes. Welcome back, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. I am so glad to have you back. And uh, my God, how do you write all these books? How do you find time to write a book a year, basically? Well, you know, it's funny. I, you know, so the first, the first book, you know, I had a plan. We were going to write that book. We had the idea. Uh, the marketing plan was a little bit different. We were actually going to sell it on TV, and then it just turned into something bigger than that. Uh, and then 5% more, you know, you heard the story came to me. I was in a spinning class. I mm-hmm. already told that story once. And then this one, Blueprint to Business, uh, you know, it actually, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I think you'll find, you'll find this uh, interesting. Is it, it, it came from actually me speaking, just riffing on the microphone in my studio on my podcast about particular subjects. And as we started to put it together, actually, I had a, um, a guest on who was a, who was a tech guy. And he said, hey, you know, you should, um, and a lot of podcasters are doing this now, right? He said, you should take that content and then just put it out on the internet, like the actual transcript of it. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're like, well, why? And he explained why. I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. And so then, we, then I said, well, let's, let's take a look at all this content. I feel like this is good stuff. I feel like it's kind of raw. I feel like it, it's edgy. I feel like, you know, there are people out there that need to hear this stuff that aren't listening to my podcast. And let's see if I can put it in a book format. Put it in a book for, format, started to look at it a little bit. And I'm like, you know what? I think there's a lot of things I can expand on from, you know, and, and write about these different things. Um, you know, I went through that whole process, edited it, um, had an, had a professional editor. And then, you know, I went to my publisher, uh, Wiley and Sons are the fifth largest publisher in the world. And I just, I didn't think they would say, yeah, we'll take it. Um, but they loved it. They loved the, the authenticity of it and said, yeah, we'll take it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just, you're right. It just happens so easily for you, Mike. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My, my life is just nothing but, you know, roses and champagne and everything's perfect in my life. And so for those of you who who don't have it that way, I'm sorry. Everything's perfect for me. (laughs) I want to know about the book. All right. So it says that you, you really tell it like it is. So, you know, what are, some, what are some general practical tips that you give? Like, what about business that people need to know? 
Sure. I mean, you know, one of the things is, you know, we're joking about, you know, say everything, everything comes so easy to, you know, and, and what a lot of the things, and I know you know this because we've talked offline before and stuff, but, you know, a lot of people don't understand that, that in business, especially in the entrepreneurial world, most of the things that people do don't work. And that's really hard to, to understand and really hard to kind of swallow and conceptualize, and especially mm-hmm. when you put your heart and your soul uh, in things. And, and you, know, you, know, I have a, you know, I have a vodka um, that, that we launched that's doing like okay, but prior to that. A vodka? Oh, yeah. It's called Emery Vodka. I'll get you some. It's beautiful. It's uh, triple filtered, six-time distilled, naturally gluten-free, made right here in the United States. We won a bunch From of what? awards. Uh, it's uh, it's actually um, corn based, so it's naturally gluten free. Uh, oh, no uh, no no sugar added. Super clean. Michelle, you could drink a, a bottle of this and wake up the next morning and feel great. No hangover. No hangover. Well, you know the hangover. A lot of the reasons why the hangover. Oh, the hangover is caused by two things, right? Impurities in sugar, and also caused by dehydration. So, mm-hmm. if you're drinking a clean spirit, you know it doesn't have to be mine, but that's one thing that people understand. You know, it's interesting. A lot of smart college kids. This is what they're doing, and this is kind of hurt my vodka business. But I'll tell people anyway. Is a lot of smart college kids. They're going out and they're buying like the cheapest stuff they can buy. Uh, and they're and they're pouring it uh, in a in inside of a, a Brita filter. But even before that, they're putting coffee filters on top, and then they're pouring it in a Brita filter, and then they're and then they're putting it in a second Brita filter. So they're like essentially distilling it themselves what? and taking all the impurities out. Yeah, yeah, pretty smart. What the hell? How come I didn't have smart. these tips when I was in college? <laughs> <laughs> so that is a, that is that is a, that is really the fundamental business tip that you're going to get from Blueprint to Business: how to how to effectively drink Distill properly cheap uh, vodka. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I, I, you know, the, the thing too is just is just it also the book came about. Um, because I was frustrated as well with a lot of people that are out there in the Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook world, and they're projecting this image uh, of them, you know, being these rock star entrepreneurs and literally they're doing nothing and they're right. just acting like they're doing something. Or then you do have the ones that are out there doing a little bit. They're coaching, they're quote coaching people on how to be successful in business, but they've never been successful at anything in their life except potentially selling you some sort of coaching program mm. that they paid for and learned from somebody else. And so mm. it, it kind of drove me nuts. Actually, not kind of, it still drives me nuts. Yeah. And so I say, look, you know, I, I've been doing this my whole life. You know what I mean? I've had, you know, great highs. I've had great lows and, and I'm fairly successful. And, and, and it, you know, when we were talking even before we started recording, you know, my life is a constant struggle. Business is a constant struggle. It's always difficult. It's not always fun. It's, it's hard. The lifestyle itself, when you get there, though, and you get the things that you want, and you can, like, you know, right now, I'm, I'm sitting in my home, and it's a beautiful day, and, and here in Beverly, Massachusetts, it's probably warmer than, I don't know, it's like almost 80 degrees today. It's kind of what? crazy. And, you know, and, and I didn't go in the office today because I didn't have to. And those are some of the things that, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, that you can't really put a dollar right. amount on, right? right? But at the right. same time, you know, there's days where my life is complete chaos. <laughs> and that's really what I want people to understand in Blueprint to Business is, is, it, is it's not easy. It's difficult. Right. It, but it can be done properly. You can, you can build a great business. You can build a great life. Um, and, but there are certain things that you need to do. And, but one of the, you know, kind of the overarching themes is you got to understand that it's going to be difficult. You know, when people on the front cover of that book, uh, front cover of the book, I say doing the things that most people won't and committing mm. to the grind. Most people don't know what the grind is. I was up at four o'clock this morning. You were talking about this, driving my daughter to school an hour and a half away and then coming back and I've been working all day. I haven't been in the office, but I've been doing stuff all day. Mm-hmm. And so those are the types of things. And I'll be doing stuff all night. 
You know, yeah. even though it's Friday and I'm still going to be doing stuff. But so, I'm going to be doing stuff tomorrow and Sunday and every, you know. So sure. these are the things that you need to do as an entrepreneur. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second because there are differing opinions about how much you should be sleeping or, you know, hustling and all of this. Like, think about the Ariana Huffingtons of the world who say, no, you need to get like a full night's sleep. Like, hustle doesn't mean that you should be running on fumes and killing yourself. No, no, I, 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 I agree with that 100%. Look, if you think that you need to work 24 hours a day, then you're not being efficient, right? And so mm-hmm. she's right. I mean, your health is the most important thing. I, I, was, I used to joke around and used to say, when people say, you know, well, at least I have my health, then you know you've hit rock bottom. <laughs> I just kind of joke like, well, that's the, that's the <laughs> only thing you can turn to. But, but in all reality, if you don't have your health, then you have nothing else. Well, right, right? exactly. <laughs> so, you, so you need that. So, you know, for instance, you know, the, you know I'll give you an example. I, I get minimum seven hours of sleep, not every night. I meditate every single day, 20 minutes, twice a day. Mm. Not, not, I don't do it 20 minutes twice a day, every You're single a TM day. Guy? I go to the, oh, a big TM guy. Yeah. We talked about this before. Yeah. Big TM guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, learned, I learned TM from Howard Stern and I, and I, and I believe, and you know, when you look at TM, and, Will you, you know, teach me you know, TM, Mike, because this is an aside, but yeah. I actually did a podcast on this and like no one will tell me how it's done. Like it's like this big secret and I have to pay a thousand dollars. No, no, see that's a, so that's the thing. You can't, you can't learn it from someone who's not an instructor. And that's one of the- So Howard the, Stern is a TM instructor? No, 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 no. I learned it from him, meaning I learned, I learned of it from him. Oh. And, 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 and his but story- you went to, he But you from, went to- Oh, but you went to a place and they gave you your mantra and all that. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a week long, and I'll tell you I'll tell you what happened. So people say a week long, I don't have time for that. I'll tell you what happened. It was four or five years ago. Um, I was just recently separated, and I was in, living in a condo. And I woke up. It was a Friday night. I had my daughter with me, and so she was uh, so she's eleven, so she was probably five or six. Um, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was suffering a massive panic attack. Now I, I had had them before when we were talking when I was in law school, I had had panic attacks before and, 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 um, but this was something that I knew was uh, beyond anything I had ever experienced. And I, I was literally like crippled and then, and I had my daughter and there was no one else there and it, and, and I didn't know what to do. And, and I did have a prescription for, for lorazepam just there. I didn't like to take it, but I had it. Mm-hmm. So I took one. And it did nothing. And then I took another one. And by the way, they're like 0.5 milligrams. They're tiny. And I took another one and it did nothing. And then my daughter woke up and it was just this. And, and now, now she's awake and she sees her father who's, you know, this, you know, he's like, you know, I'm like Superman to, to, to her. Yeah. And I said, I had to say to my five-year-old, honey, daddy might need to go to the hospital tonight. And she didn't know why. And I didn't know why either. Long story short, oh that my night, God. um, Shauna, my, my, my girlfriend, um, at the time and who's now lived with me and been with me ever since, hasn't left since came over that night. My daughter didn't know who Shauna was. Right. And so she, she met her that night. Um, and, 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 and so that was a Friday that Monday I learned, I went to a local TM center. They're all over the world. And, um, I spent the time I learned it and it has changed my life. And I tell people, I want to, you know, I want to like, just stand on top of the roof deck and just tell people to do it. And, and look, TM, it might not be for everybody, but there are certain, there are all different types of meditation. If mm-hmm. you do want to little, learn a little bit about it and, and, um, um, the TM organization doesn't like this. Um, but there's two good books. One, this is one book they, they endorse. It's called transcendence. Okay. It, okay. It, it's all about TM. It's a great book to read. And then the other one is, uh, by Russell Simmons. It's called success through silence. Um, and he's a big TMer, and he tries to teach you TM in the book. Now, 
Okay. The reason why people in the TM organization don't like it, and I'll just give you a little secret about your mantra, is he tries to give everybody the same mantra, which you can't do. They, there's a there's a method to everything sure. um, that it's really in, in in within that. But once you figure it out, and once you have it, it um, it's somewhat euphoric. Uh, and, and also the science behind it too is, so I'm a big science guy. Like I said, I sold supplements and I, mm-hmm. I looked and there's close to 400 independent studies all over the world as it relates to things like depression, anxiety, heart disease, um, you know, uh, sleep, you know, and all the, um, you know, uh, overcoming addiction, all these mm-hmm. different things. And, it, and when you, and they, they, they've hooked people up to, you know, to uh, neurotrans, they've hooked people up to, um, to uh, nodes and, and they can see their neurotransmitters reacting during, uh, you know, during TM and what they call, what they call it cosmic consciousness. It's basically yeah. when your brain kind of just shuts down and you know what? And, and for those of you that are listening right now, you've never heard this before. Maybe you have, and you, uh, you know, you've mentioned I'm a fast talker from Boston. It's true, but <laughs> I tell you it's, it can change your life in, 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 in this day and age in the world we're living in. Um, and by the way, I don't even think I talk about TM in my book. I talk about it in my, in my other book, but in this world we're living in, we need to shut down and we need to figure out. And if you don't have 20 minutes twice a day, then it goes back to what we talked about with Ariana Huffington, then you're not being efficient enough. You're not really doing a good job of, of, of managing, managing your time during the day. Yeah, you know, so- like, like an eight hour, an eight hour work day is a joke to me. Like, you know, if you, if you were efficient, you know, Tim Ferriss wrote the book, The Four Hour Work Week, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's possible to get things done in way less than eight hours. You just need to be more efficient. Mm-hmm. So, do you attribute your current success partially to TM as well as to just like learning the hard lessons of business as you went along? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the hard lessons, right? I mean, I've always learned things the hard way. Um, uh, and it's like, you know, I've had a very, very expensive lessons throughout my life. And, 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 you know, I talk about that it, being an entrepreneur. I've, I've realized a lot of different times that I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not necessarily an investor. Now I've invested in things and done okay. And, you know, I own a, I own an escape room. I knew nothing about escape rooms. You know, I, a comic book. I knew, I knew nothing about a com- about the world of comics, but now it's being, it's being, uh, put into a screenplay. So there, but, but I've lost big on big thing on things too. So, so I attribute, my success um, to to a few different things, and and it's interesting actually. There's another great book. I'm plugging all these books. But there's another great book called The Talent Code uh, by this guy named Dan Coyle, and I bought that book because I coach my daughter's uh, soccer team. I'm not a soccer coach, or I wasn't a soccer coach. I was a football guy, right? And so I found this book called The Talent Code, and in The Talent Code, Dan Coyle tries to find. And I've, I've actually I've actually given full speeches just about this, but about his book. Um, and we've never even met, but, but uh, in the talent code, he tries to find why certain hotspots in the world are, you know, are producing, you know, athletes like, and why is it in Russia that they're in a certain mm. part of Russia, they, they, you know, they produce like world-class mm-hmm. tennis players and why, why is Brazil the hotspot for soccer and why is, you know, certain areas in also in Russia, why do they produce, you know, the best chess players? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different reasons why, but one of the interesting things, and this is where it kind of comes full circle for me. And this is, and this is, it's just awesome when you, when, you, when you really think about it. So you know the classic saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? You've mm-hmm. heard people say that, right? Uh-huh. Or, yeah. you know, like it's, it's, all, it's all about the struggle, the struggle. You know, you know I had Les Brown on my podcast. Uh, I don't subscribe it, to that, but, you know. Listen, listen, I'm going to tell you. Listen, I'm going I'm to tell you that the science proves this. The struggle creates life. Now, here's the deal. 
there is a substance in our body. Okay. We all have it. And I know about this because I sell supplements. I happen to understand the anatomy somewhat. Okay. It's mm-hmm. called myelin. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but myelin actually coats all of your nerves. And you've probably heard of the myelin sheet. When people mm-hmm. are, when yes. people suffer with pain, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, and fibromyalgia, the myelin sheath in the nerves actually degenerates and then, and then your nerve endings become exposed, which causes mm-hmm. pain. Okay. Now the myelin sheath and myelin is in your entire body. Myelin also, it protects your neurotransmitters in your brain. And here's the part where the science is just wild. When you do struggle, okay, if you are a soccer player, okay, and you go out and you try to learn how to do, uh, you know, just dribble the ball. Okay. You just learn how to dribble the ball and you just want to dribble it with just your, you're a righty. Okay. But you want to really learn how to dribble it with your left foot, which is not easy. Okay. When you, when you first dribble that ball, it's not going to be easy. It's difficult. It's really difficult. But if you keep doing it over and over and over and over again, okay, it's called deep practice. When that happens, this substance, myelin, this is a physiological scientific fact. It grows in your brain. And so when it grows in your brain, it allows your neurotransmitters to fire faster, to think, to think better, and to make better decisions. It's a, again, it's a, it, this, is, this isn't made up weird science. This is real stuff. So mm-hmm. the struggle truly does create life, and the struggle truly does actually make you better. Now, if you, uh, now you always send people say, well, what about prodigies? Well, so it doesn't make any sense. You know, prodigies are, you know, they're just, well, it's you natural. look at Mozart, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Mozart, Right? They say, well, he, was, he wrote his first concierto when he was six. How is that possible? He's a, he, it was just a God-given gift. People thought. Well, that may be the case for those of you who believe in that stuff. However, Mozart's father was also a very well-respected uh, you know, composer, and he was writing music while Mozart was you know, in utero. Right. And so mm-hmm. when Mozart came out, he was listening to the stuff. He was hearing the stuff and people don't. <laughs> it, 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 it's so it's, it's so esoteric to think about that. But the struggle truly does make you stronger. So when you asked me back to the, the original question, what makes you know, what makes me tick or what makes me better or, or what has made me successful? My entire life from literally the day I be, actually before I was born it has been a struggle. My, my mother was told before I even before I even, came, you know, became an actual human on on this earth. My mother was told due to complications at birth, not to expect anything out of me. And, and, and and I was told that my entire life because I had, I had seizures on the whole left side of my body. I was in ICU for the first six six months of my life because I had all these different challenges. So everyone always said, you know, and I used to say to my mother all the time, mom, why is it always so hard? Like, why is this oh. so hard? Why, you know, you know, Don't make and, me but, feel bad for you, Mike. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. But, but and, and people, because people always ask me, they said, Mike, like what you said, like, Mike, what makes you so different than some of the people that you grew up with and all these other things? Like, why? Like, why? Because mm-hmm. everyone else grew up the same way. They always, they all had the same struggle you did. Well, why yeah. aren't they successful? Well, it comes full circle to the one kind of small thing that I decided I was going to do. Back to my first book, Ask More, Get More. I just decided I didn't want to be that poor kid mm-hmm. or that punk or the, or the one that people didn't expect anything. I made that decision. The small, and the, big and the thing. Struggles and the, the small, and the big thing. Meaning yeah, yeah. your I mean, mindset and, and so is huge. It, it is huge. And, and, and so like that's, for me, it's like, wow. And now... When you talk about TM, when you talk about these things you can do for your brain and for your, you know, for your physical body, you know, these are things that, that, you know, that are, that are going to allow you to, to you know, to have a great life and longevity mm-hmm. and things like that. And so, how does know, the vodka TM, affect the myelin you, I, sheaths? What's that? How does the vodka affect the myelin sheaths? <laughs> 
Well, you know, it's funny, you know, when you, when you think about alcohol, right? And so it's, you know, alcohol, you know, if you, if you, if you are going to drink any form of alcohol, vodka is, is the cleanest form of, of spirits so, there is. Yeah, what about um, wine, though? Like, I'm a wine Wine person. is full of sugar. It's full of sugar. It's full of preservatives. But it's it's also full of toxins. No, not, no, not if it's organic. Yeah, well, organic might even toxins. be worse. You know, yeah, because they, now listen, the definition of organic, right? I'll give you an example. I went and strawberry picking with my daughter uh, to a, to a to an organic strawberry farm. Okay. And I said, I said, it, 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 I said these these um these strawberries are organic, right? And they said, yeah. And I said, do you spray no pesticides? They said, no, we don't spray any pesticides on the strawberries. We spray pesticides on the leaves before they actually before we harvest them to prevent uh-huh. the bug from going on there. But what do you think those pesticides go? So the definition of organic is very very difficult. And also, you know, so you have to be careful, you know, with that. You know, organic wine is still a there's still a ton of sugar in organic mm-hmm. wine naturally, mm-hmm. right? So okay, well, I'm a wine person. Drink more vodka. <laughs> Drink more vodka. I can't have corn in my diet, Mike. You need to create a new kind of vodka that's you know based on something else, not potatoes either. Okay. Well, you know, I, I wasn't thinking of you when I made it, but I should have. <laughs> yes, you should have been. You know, the people who are on the blood type diet. Oh yeah, the blood. Yeah. So I mean, well, this is you know, yeah, I, I, I you know, the the, the whole the the. Um, uh, the celiac disease was a big thing and with someone in my office as well. And we we're like, you know, it's, if it's gluten-free, um, you know, I think the gluten-free thing is, that's huge I right now. It's, it's, yeah. It's huge. But I think the science is also kind of, I think a lot of it is more like I'm a marketer. So, you know, that's exactly why we did it. And I'll just be honest with you. That's exactly <laughs> right. why we did it. And I do think it's cleaner, but I think that you either have celiac disease or you don't. Or you don't. I don't think that you, you know you have a gluten intolerance. I just don't. Yeah. I don't buy it. I mean, I've I'm with science, you on that. You know. So think about all the years that have gone by where people just ate bread as part of a natural, like a normal <laughs> right. diet. You know right. what I mean? And nobody died. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. I mean, I, celiac disease is a real thing. I have friends that have it, and they'll be they'll you know violently ill. Uh, you know, if they if they have anything right. with gluten in it. So right. But, okay. So um, so let's get back to your business. Um, I want to talk about Cloisonne. This is sure. a newer project of yours, and and let's relate it to your book. Like this is, sure. this is something that you're you're dedicating yourself to growing. So tell right. us about Cloisonne, and and everybody out there listening, I am part of the Cloisonne family, and I need you to listen to this <laughs> because the products are awesome. So go. Yeah. So you know. So uh, you know, I'm an attorney by trade. I'm a marketer. I've been selling dietary supplements for you know close to 15 years. I, I've, I've, I've been fascinated with dietary supplements since I was a kid. I mean, I was taking ginseng before anyone knew what it was. I was drinking mm-hmm. it out of the bottle and, and eating the root. And so I've always just been fascinated with how natural substances can have a positive impact and a negative impact if you don't take the right stuff, you know, on your body. And, sure. and you know, and being a marketer and selling, you know, literally hundreds of millions of dollars worth of products and television, um, over the years, you know, we've had, you have millions of customers and, and they would ask us, you know, throughout the years, hey, do you have an opportunity for us to buy your products and, you know, kind of resell them, you know? And I was also a, you know, general counsel of a network marketing company. Uh, and, and I just wasn't a big fan of network marketing. I didn't really like the activity of network marketing. Nobody really likes the activity of mar- network marketing, right. meaning no one really likes to bother their friends, relatives, and neighbors. Right. Hey, you know, let's come over here and come over to my house and have, you know, and, and sit a down. A Tupperware party. Over. 
Yeah. Yeah, and then before you know, before you realize, realize it, they're trying to sell you a water filter that you can't afford, right? And so, right. You know, I just I just didn't like that. I also what I, the other thing I didn't like about network marketing because I was you know a part of the inner circle of a network marketing company. I have friends that own network marketing companies, and when you look at how they really work, and this is this is a fact. Period. They're designed so that the company can be successful. Now, people mm-hmm. always say, well, it's always the first people that get in too, right? And certain, certain network marketing companies, that's also the case. So it's like, if you don't get in early, you know, and if you're not a part of the company, it's really, you know, it's going to really, really be difficult for you to make money. Can you make money? Absolutely. There's more millionaires made every single day in, 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 in network marketing than any other business in the world. And that's, you know, that's to this day is still, still true. Well, mm. but I, still didn't really like the activity. So, so when I decided I was going to put together a network marketing company called Cloisonne, what I really wanted to do is, is I wanted to build something that, that's essentially what I've been doing for the past 15 years, which is really direct marketing. In other words, marketing to consumers directly with products and services that are backed by science, that have value, that people will take, and that people will benefit from. And so we did this really again as a result of, of our customers asking, but we also did it because we've seen what's going on in the world. And again, I'm sitting here in my home and there are a lot of people that would much rather work from their home a couple hours a day, a couple hours a week, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and, 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 and subsidize their income or turn it into a full-time business without the big up, you know, without the big upstart and all the money that you would need. Like, you know, the, the, I mean, I started right. my business with, with relatively no money in, in the beginning, but we've, we've needed millions throughout the years. I've borrowed like probably close to a hundred million dollars over the past 10 years. And that, that doesn't just happen. You can't just, it doesn't, you know, you, you have to really, really work your ass off to do that. And so I wanted to create an opportunity, say, look, leverage us, Leverage our company, leverage the things we're doing, leverage the tech, technology that, we're, that we have uh, and, and make a run at it. And I also wanted to make it so that it's like, hey, you know, you don't need to spend $1,000 to get into our company. It's really simple. You, actually, you, just, you could just spend 50 bucks to get in and I'm not going to pitch Cloisonne, but, but it, it's an opportunity that really the average everyday person can take a look at and say, you know, yeah, I can get involved with that. I'd be willing to spend 50 bucks and, mm-hmm. and I'll get some free product and then I'll, you know, show some Okay, so you're making it sound really it. easy. Back to yeah. blueprint to business though. What's the reality of it? Like, what do you need to do? Well, so again, the reality is, is you need to do it. That's the key. Right. So you need to do it. And so it's like, well, what do you mean? I need to do it. Like what? What do you I, do? What Mike? Well, you need to. So, so it's like, if you're in a business, take out, take Hoys and A outside of it. If you are in a business, then you need to do the business. The business isn't going to do itself. So, so you, you need to figure out what it is that you really want. Nothing ever since the beginning of time just happens by itself. Okay. So, so you need, you, you need to do it yourself. And if you don't, and, and you know, look, and the other thing is network and network, especially related to network marketing, a lot of people just aren't passionate about it. And that's fine. You know, the numbers in network marketing are just extraordinary as far as the, the dropout rate too, because, mm. because people are sold a dream in network marketing. People are sold, Hey, you get in early, you're going to make a ton of money. You don't need to do anything. Well, that's bullshit. You do need to do something. Right. And you do need to do something in any business. So if you have a business idea, right. Or if you're in business, if you're in sales and you're not making, you know, money, like I have sales guys that work for me in one department, they're in my outbound department. I have, I'd say 70% of them make over a hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and then the rest of them are making under 50. 
and they have the same exact opportunity. They get the same leads. They get the same amount of calls. They can work as many hours as they want. They can work from home. And I would say to myself, well, what's the difference between the guy who's making $150,000 a year and the guy who's making $50,000 a year? And you know what the difference is? Effort. It's just mm-hmm. basic effort. The guy that's making $50,000 a year or even 30, I got a guy that's making 35,000. He's been with me forever. I don't know why he's still there. I even said, to him, like, what are you doing here, dude? Like, why are you here? Like, you know what I mean? It, it's right. like, no, I mean, like he's a, he's actually a close friend. I said, look, man, please go do something else. You feel as though that you're, you're going to be fulfilled with. Right. Don't waste your time. I mean, there's and only so saying? many years that you, he, he just looked at me like with a blank stare. He says, oh, I'm going to put more effort in it. And, 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 mm. and you know, and, and, and you know, and this guy in particular, the, the, one of the great skills that he has is I, as I said, that he's he's consistently inconsistent. <laughs> you see what I said? He's consistently yes. inconsistent. That's the only yeah. thing he's consistent with is inconsistency. <laughs> so, so in, in order for you to be successful in business or in life, you need to actually put in the effort right. day in and day out, and that's the grind. Yeah, that's yeah. the stuff that people are talking about. The routine, you know what I mean? like, the routine. Yeah, I mean, before you, 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 you know, just you know, before you and I were talking before, you're not feeling so hot today, right? And so you, but you're doing this right now, and you know oh, yeah, that you know, I'm you, here, you're Mike. Get done or it isn't, right? <laughs> right. What'd you say? I said, oh yeah, I'm here, Mike. It's not that I'm yeah. not feeling well. I'm just didn't get any sleep. But that's okay. A good well, thing today. you know, I was, I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> You were. Um, I, I, so this book, Blueprint to Business, what are a few, like you've told us about TM, you've told us about really dedicating, putting effort in, the grind, okay, but you know, with balance, so you're not like killing yourself. What are some other practical tips or pieces of advice that you're willing to share on this podcast that people can find in the book as like a gem? You know, there's a lot and I'm trying to figure out like what would be the best, you know, best one. And I could just give, give people, you know, I, and it, it does come down to almost kind of that overarching principles is, is if you do have a business idea, if you have, if you are in business, if you're thinking about business, if you're even in the workaday world and you're working for working for somebody else, just please don't be that person that, that has what I call if I had a only syndrome. Mm. In other words, if I had only done that, then my life would have looked like this. And that mm. to me is, is, is just, it's, it's a travesty. It, it makes me sad because so many people, I have family members that oh, they'll sit back, you know, you, you hear, you know, it, um, Marshall uh, Goldsmith, he, he wrote the book uh, Mojo uh, and he, he was on my podcast and he says, you know, there was a study conducted and, and, and they were, they interviewed, um, you know, older people and, and, and they're like late 80s, right? And they were asking them all these different questions and they asked them, you know, you know, about regret. And, 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 and a majority of them said, we, we don't regret the risks that we took and failed. We regret the risks that we failed to take. A lot of times in business and in life, it's, there's really almost no risk. You mm-hmm. just decided, you just, you just, for whatever reason, you gave yourself an excuse. You did it. No one else did. Right. You gave yourself an excuse not to do it. So don't be that person that, that suffers with if I had only syndrome. It, mm. it, it is, again, it, it, is, it is pervasive. It, it ruins people's realities. And, it, and it's, uh, it's something that really, it really saddens me. And then the last yeah. thing, you know, reality, okay? We, as, as far as I can tell, as I'm sitting here today in my kitchen and, and, and you're talking to me, this is reality. We're, we're doing something real, okay? The world of Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, okay? Um, 
that's not your reality, right? And so, so many people are worried about how others perceive us through this, through this, through this social media medium that we create a fake image of what we really want people to think we're doing. Mm-hmm. In other words, what I tell people to do is please stop caring about what other people think about you through your social media profile and start doing the things that will get you to where you want to be so that when people do perceive you, it will be a reality. Mm. Yeah, there's so much going on right now um, with the influencers of the world. I just talked with my last guest about this and and how it's annoying. You know, it, it's it's like a it's it's a mirage in many cases. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, right. it's like, I mean, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you an example, right? So, so we got, we got my book coming out, right? And, and, and I tell you, I mean, with my, I, I had Grant Cardone, and my, I don't, I mean, to keep, po- you know, po- playing my podcast, but I just, I, I you, like you, like I just learned so much from these other, from all oh, these yeah. people on, on the podcast. Oh yeah, it's the best. So, so my last book, you know, my goal was to hit the New York Times, just like this book, right? You know, it's like it's the pinnacle of success as it relates to you know being an author, right? And so, you know, I had Grant Cardone last year on my podcast after my book had come out and after I had found out that I didn't hit the New York Times, right? And I said to Grant, who is a New York Times bestselling author, I said, Grant, man, boy, I did everything I could, you know, to hit the New York Times. And then he said, did you get on the New York Times? And I said, no. And he said, then you didn't do enough, right? Uh, and so meaning, it like, it, wait it, a minute, it, though. It, I have to stop you because I know that there are secrets and loopholes to this stuff. And people buy their own books, you know, yeah, like oh, Gary, no, I, Gary I know, V has done it. Loopholes. And that's, yeah. what I, that's the part I was going to kind of get into is okay. that when you talk about, you know, the, the influencers that are, out, that are out there and the social media profiles that are out there and even some of the bigger ones that are actually seem like they're doing stuff. When you start to dissect it like I have, because I'm really, I've been really fascinated with, you know, some of these people that are out there and they're building these huge social media uh, profiles and, and, and they look felt relatively real. But when you really start to look at it and peel back the layers, uh, so to speak, I would say most of it is fake. In other words, there are bots that are out there that, mm-hmm. that create fake profiles of people and they're commenting and they're liking and they're posting, but it's not even a real human. And so when you're looking at, and, and, here's, and here's how I figure this out, because Gary V, um, you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? Mm-hmm. Gary V? Very much okay. so. so. All right. So, so I was at a, a, a private event with him. There was only 40 people there in Jersey and, and, and a lot of people, it was a great opportunity to, you know, get up and close and just really kind of, you know, pick his brain. And, and one of the things that he said that he's done, which he's been brilliant at, brilliant at is, is influential marketing. He says it's probably the cheapest way or it's the easiest way to try and figure out how to market something like on Instagram. And someone said, well, what do you do? He says, well, you just reach out to him. I mean, the direct message option on Instagram that he said is just really one of the best options you have. You can direct message pretty much anybody, right? Mm-hmm. And so what we started doing, uh, we did this, I did this before even, and I'm doing this now with my book now, and I did it with my last book. I'm doing a lot more now with this book is we started reaching out to people that follow me, right? And people that don't follow me that have X amount of followers and saying, Hey, you know, I'd love to send you my book. Love to, you know, lo- love for you to, to, to read it and, and tell me what you think. And if you like it, you know, we'd love to, you know, maybe work out some sort of arrangement with you, you know, if you can post it, right? And people, you know, if it's Kim Kardashian, it'll probably cost you a million dollars, right? To do something <laughs> right. like that. But, but I'm really looking at people, 25, 30,000 followers and stuff like that. And so when we started doing that and looking at them 
And we started getting responses. I said, you know, I have a team now that's working on us. I said, let's, let's make sure they're real. And when you look at them, I'd say 90% of them, their followers aren't even real. So right. if I was, I was, so, so I was going to pay some guy, I was going to send him my book, ask him to, you know, give me an honest review of the book. Yeah. And if he didn't like it, I wouldn't want him to post about it, but if he didn't like it or whatever, if he was unwilling to do it, that's fine. But having some guy that I don't know, who's got a decent following post and, and hashtag and all these other things, that's a great thing if it's real, but right. if it's not, it's a waste of time. And that's right. how I figured it out. It's like, like you said, it's a facade. Like most of these people, mm. it's, it's just, it's not real. Right. Wow. So um, with the book, what is like the biggest takeaway that you could give to people springing off of that, the reality of everything, of building a business? Like, is it getting into the trenches and understanding all of these little bits and pieces and, and learning about the loopholes? Or is it just about that simplicity of effort and time and clear vision or what? Yeah, you know, I think you summed it up well with the last three things you said, effort, time, and a clear vision. You know, I mean, it's, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, um, you're not going to you're not going to start making millions of dollars on Instagram or, or, or Amazon or, or Twitter or what, or eBay, what was eBay, that stuff is just, it just doesn't happen overnight. Now, are there great marketing programs out there? Are there great network marketing companies like Cloisonne or, or affiliate marketing network? Sure. There's a lot of great things out there, but at the end of the day, it goes back to kind of what I said earlier, you know, you do in what you just summed up. Yeah. You do have to put in the work. You do have to have a vision and you have to kind of figure it out. And by the way, you're going to make mistakes. That's another thing that I think people that when being an entrepreneur, just I'm using the word entrepreneur because the book is called blueprint to business, but this really kind of, this, this really kind of goes to life in general. You are going to get, beat up. You're going to lose. You're going to, you're going to have obstacles. You're going to have to mm. overcome those obstacles. And some of them are going to seem like they're insurmountable. And a lot of people just give up. You know, my last book, I was, I was, um, I, w- I was talking to a good friend of mine's father is a very successful businessman. He's a classic, like blue collar, like salty dog from, from new England. And he's, and he's <laughs> you know, you'd never know he's a multimillionaire. Mm. And, and I was talking to him about my book 5% more. And he says, Mike, you know, you know, I love the title. He says, you know, I tell my sales guys something close to that. I said, what's that? He says, I tell my sales guys, the difference between good to great is the last 5%. So what do you mean? He says, it's that little extra effort. It's that one more sales call. It's that extra hour in the office. It's being in a little bit earlier. It's putting forth and spending a little bit more time thinking about stuff. Those, I mean, that's the basic kind of fundamentals of like really what success, when you look at the most successful people in the world, they're actually not working that hard. And people say, well, hold on a second. Yeah, they are. I mean, this guy, Gary Vee, yeah, but if you... Whatever level you're playing at, I don't know if I said this in the last in the last podcast, but whatever level you're playing at. So if you're if you want to play at the Gary V level, okay, well he's you know working probably 16 hours a day, and that's what successful people do in his world. If you want to be the best, you know, mechanic at a local, uh, you know, at a local garage. All right. And, and, and the top guys working a legitimate 10 hours a day. Well, then that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And you need to do a little bit better to be better than him. Right? Yeah, look at and Ryan so Seacrest. Really look at Ryan Seacrest. He works like five jobs. <laughs> and he yeah, just I mean, goes Michael, like from Mike, one to the other. Know, or, uh, Michael Strahan, right? And so, I mean, mm-hmm. who, 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 he, the job he took, I mean, same thing. He's, he's working all over the place. Now, those guys, too, in Hollywood, right, or in, in, you know, in the celebrity world, in the world that most of us have never even been a part of, uh, you know, they're they're taking all these jobs because they also know that there is a finite you know window 
Right. Them, you know, and, to, and mm. a lot of people like, you know, begrudge the fact that these, you know, I think Seacrest got like 22 million a year or something like that. And <sighs> yeah, and the, and the numbers are start to get a little ridiculous with some of the stuff. But at the same time, you know, if you really look at, you know, like professional athletes or actors, actresses and things like that, you know, the, the life cycle is not nearly as what you as great as what you think it is. I mean, I think the average, right. you know, time in the NFL is like three and a half years. Mm, so, yeah, mm-hmm. so they're paying these guys millions of dollars because most of them never make it. Right. And that goes for even guys advantage. like Ryan Seacrest. Right. You got to take advantage of that window. Yeah. Take yeah. advantage of the window. Take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to you. There is nothing wrong with that. It drives me nuts too. People are always like, you know, again, begrudging people that they do see that are, you know, out there making all this money and they're doing all these things. Now, look, you know, um, I was just listening to an interview with uh, Kelly Clarkson, and it's like, you have to think about really what you want. So many people want to be famous, right? They want to be nah, famous, yeah, and they, yeah. want to, they want to be rich and famous, you know? Mm-hmm. Bill Murray said, he said, this is a great quote, he said, listen, rather than being rich and famous, try being rich first, and then see how you like that, because being rich and famous is not what, uh, what it's cracked up to be. <laughs> It's funny, I was just talking to a friend of mine about that yesterday, about, you know, there's all this like, people are into the fame, and and suddenly, someone who was a nobody yesterday, who nobody wanted to talk to, now that they're known, everybody wants to be around them, and it's silly, you know, it's like, there's something about fame that people are attracted to, but it's not all it's cracked up to be, there are a lot of obstacles that come along with being famous, and people don't get that, they don't understand that, I think that's the wrong thing to go after. I think you should just be doing something that you really are passionate about. And that should be a side piece of it, you know, like an additional cherry on top, if you will. Yeah. And, but again, it's like, I mean, if you want to go down that road, like, you know, Kelly Clarkson was saying, she, you know, she, you know, she was just some, you know, down home girl from Texas and, you know, and by the way, her success was not an overnight success. That's one of the things I talk about in the book too. People always think that, it's the, you know, Kelly Clarkson, because she was an American Idol and became this megastar, they go, oh, she just bypassed, you know, kind of the, 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 the Malcolm Gladwell rule of 10,000 hours. Well, no, that's not the case. She, she actually had moved out to LA. She'd been singing her whole life. I mean, she, you know, the, she just happened to get on American Idol and that, mm, and that, you know, that, 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 that like helped. Springboard, yeah. springboard for her, you know? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it didn't, it didn't just, ha- it didn't just happen overnight, but, but be careful what you wish for too. Right. 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 Exactly. Well, I'm excited about your book and it's coming out very soon um, within the next couple of weeks. And I imagine your goal is to get it on the best selling list. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, again, it, it's, the, it's, you know, it's the pinnacle of success in, you know, and, and I'm, you know, I'm already a Wall Street Journal, USA Today. And, and I believe, you know, here's another thing too. You can get all the numbers you want. I think we're going to have the numbers, but I believe that the content of this book is also worthy of the New York Times because you know, the information in there is really an unfiltered, you know, kind of raw, un- even unscripted. Some, I mean, the editing, we had to really edit this thing because a lot of it was me just talking and we needed, we had to put it in a form that was in quote a book form. But when you read it and you understand it and you're in the world of business and it, again, you could just be a soccer mom and read it and understand it because soccer moms <laughs> too, soccer moms are running a business too. That's if you really look at it, you <laughs> yes. know, and, and just understand that, look, there are certain things that you need to do in order to be successful in life. And if mm-hmm. you want more out of life, if you want to, you know, do the things that most people dream about. I, I, I don't like, I tell people dreaming is for sleeping. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about reality. Uh, you know, the book is, uh, it, it is out. Uh, it's, it. it's available November 13th. It's available at Books A Million, uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. I'd love for people to pick it up and, and just, you know, uh, read it and, and absorb it and, yeah. and hopefully prosper from it. 
I dig it. So even if you're a soccer mom, everybody, everybody can benefit from this book, Blueprint to Business. Mike Alden, go to his website, michael-alden.com. Connect with him on social, at Mike Alden 2012. I'll provide the link in the show notes once again. Mike, you're awesome. You you always inspire me. You leave me feeling like I'm I'm just not doing enough. You know, every time I'm like, ah, oh, I got to get exactly back to work. That's exactly what I was trying to do. I was just trying to make you feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I got to get back to work now. <laughs> no, but you're awesome. No, thank and you so much for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. You're great. I love your show. I love the thing. Thank I love you. The, I love the diversity of it, too. You're doing a lot of different things, and yeah. uh, it's good stuff. I really appreciate you having me back. Thank you. All right, Mike, uh, all the best. And everybody out there, pick up your copy of Blueprint to Business today. Have a great topic you'd like to hear discussed on an upcoming episode of Nothing Off Limits? Email us at ideas at ladyfoxentertainment.com. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate the show, and go to ladyfoxentertainment.com to sign up for our email list and to check out our resources page. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time.